The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Councilmember Waters. Councilmember Santiago Romero. Present. Madam Chair, you have a quorum present. Thank you, Madam Clerk. We received our minutes from our last session, which was on Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Is there a motion to approve our minutes? Motion. Hearing no objections, we will approve our minutes from our previous session. There is i see one person here in person for public comments um i don't have any chair remarks for today so we'll just get right into our public comments for this week with brother cunningham whenever you're ready you can go ahead and take this mic and then anybody online if you would like to make a public comment please raise your hand now i will be cutting off public comments at 10 10 a.m so you have about five minutes to raise your hand to make a public comment Mr. Cunningham, whenever you're ready, just make sure your mic is on, which it is. Good to see you. This is me and my mom. Mm -hmm. um, she was a registered nurse for Wayne County Community College. She took care of four children with no child support. And she's a faith-filled woman. I always see her being positive. And um, she asked me a question I didn't want her to ask me. I've been trying to get her out of there. She'd been in her nursing home for two years, just on a date to get her out. But, but since her legs don't work, um, you know, you have to change her and all that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to get her out of the building. And she asked me, am I ever gonna get out of here? And I looked at her. I said, no, you know, it's a tough question. So I'm asking you to keep Cheryl Marie Lyons in your prayers. Um, good lady, um, God fearing. Uh, this is me and her. Uh, so getting on, 313-444-9114. Uh, Please call and listen. 313-444-9114. It's three minutes. Many of you have called and wished me a happy birthday. I appreciate that. Um, but just listen to the message or text message, whatever you choose. On Facebook, Forced Subservience Cunningham. On Facebook, Forced Subservience Cunningham on Facebook for Subservience Cunningham. Both of those are anonymous. Uh, uh, everything is wide open. Uh, so I'm asking you at home, it's like pulling teeth or beating a dead horse asking city council to ride the coaches after 6 p.m. and on the weekends. Some have, um, even, even some today uh, here on the council. But I'm asking you at home, you at home, after 6 p.m. and on the weekends, uh, my brother, my sister, you, you listening, I'm asking you to uh, take an experiment. It's really going to be really cold this week. And um, I want you to ride the coaches during the weekdays after 6 p.m., buses after 6 p.m. and on the weekends. Um, that's when they're uh, very, very bad. Um, I'm, I'm impoverished myself. I don't have a lot. But I want to thank those who have donated hand warmers. And if anybody knows where I can get wholesale hand warmers, at a lower price because at the bus stops I've been giving out hand warmers and bus tickets and people are very appreciative of it. Um, you don't have to have a lot to be, be a blessing to somebody. Um, 
You don't have to be that smart. You don't have to be anybody. But think bigger than yourself in your warm car and the conveniences. Please, after 6 p.m. and on the weekends, whoever, whomever you are, how big or small, please ride the coaches or just buy some hand warmers and give them out. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Cunningham. We appreciate you coming in today. We will now turn it over to our virtual public comments. Ms. Mitchell, how many hands do we have raised? Madam Chair, we have five hands raised. Okay. And the first caller is Karen Winston. Hello? Hello, we can hear you. Yeah, good morning. Um, I have a couple items today. Um, I wanted to speak about contract um, 6004800, bond funding, and it says proposal in, um, but it's, um, oh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not that one. 6003855, Amendment 1. Now, this is 100% city funding, Amendment number 1. Now, they're going to increase um, the funds and change the scope of the contract. So that should probably be a new contract. You can't add on a whole different process to a, a contract that already exists. I, I don't I don't like that. I, I, I don't think it's fair to the people who may have had an opportunity to come in and get that contract. Um, and then we got um, another one. Um, that's another amendment. Um, six six hundred thirty three ten amendment one another bond funding and i just don't understand why we give all this time and they can't do the job you know so i think we lose um track of exactly what we have going on uh, because they don't even know they be in the demo demolition department they don't know what we have going on you can't go there and get an account for what we have left or or you know how many how many did they rehab? I don't hear any talk of rehab anymore. Only just teardowns. So one other thing is uh, we should be getting um, reimbursed from the risk management fund um, for all these fires. You know we have fire escrow, so uh, we should try to make sure we can find out where that money is going, as well as all the parking um, fees that we collect. We just don't have a clear picture of our uh, you know of our um, revenue <laughs> we have a clear picture of our spending that's for daggone sure you know but but not our revenue thanks a lot you guys enjoy the rest of your day thank you and now um it is 10 10 a.m so public comments is cut off public comment is now cut off miss mitchell who's next yes madam chair the next caller is jo joseph smith Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm, I'm the reason I raised my hand. I, I actually have a case. I believe that's um, before you today. I didn't know if I would have an opportunity to dialogue or how it work. Um, so I, I put, I raised my hand. Uh, my case is DNG 2021 dash 01 102. Uh, I am a, um, the manager of Gentrix LLC, um, and uh, it's a, there's some uh, there were some issues um, at a building where we were doing some work. Um, 
I, I, I came in because I, I got this notice. I was never notified of this uh, uh, supposed hearing that occurred in December, or I would have been a little bit more proactive. But I did go to uh, Buildings and Safety. I spoke with Mr. McGrail. Um, we had a very productive conversation, and I am moving uh, forward uh, to mitigate the issues that he brought to my attention. Um, we've just had some issues with weather lately. We really we had scheduled uh, to do this work last week, and there was a, a lot of inclement weather. So I've been kind of wrestling with my contractors because it actually, you know, we need equipment. There's a lot of heavy uh, waste that's got to be removed. And that's been a problem. So I, I'm just asking for some more time. As I said, I wasn't aware of the previous hearing. Uh, I, 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 once I was made aware, I came and spoke with Mr. McGrail myself, and uh, we are going to move forward uh, on our permit. I did speak with uh, the construction department and reactivated the permitting process. So now we just have to get the the, the debris from the construction up and get the uh, area secured, and and that is imminent. Uh, in fact, I was on the phone last night wrestling with my contractor, uh, and he's got again some problems because uh, I think his equipment has difficulty in cold and, and precipitation. So um, I just wanted to um, to get that comment in. Thank you. Thank you. And anyone that's calling in for our dangerous buildings hearings today, they will be at 1.30 p.m. today. Who's next, Ms. Mitchell? The next caller is over with. Uh, good morning, Detroit, and all the citizens of Detroit, especially the black ones with their earshot. Uh, Miss Winston, you said something, uh, and uh, you said something about the revenue of the city. It's not clear what we have as far as revenue. Well, this is going to come as a shock to many. I'm sitting here right now at my desk, and I'm going over this uh, report again for the umpteenth time, the one that was proffered by uh, David Whitaker and LPD in regards to the unlimited tax bonds and the limited tax bonds. Now, there's been some technology being uh, proffered up that the uh, assessed value equivalent uh, is somewhere in the neighborhood of $10 million when the state equalized value of all the personal or real property in the city of Detroit amounts to about $7 million and came up with this incredible total of $17 million um, to uh, determine what the legal bond limit is, the legal debt limit, total debt limit for the city of Detroit is. Now they used, uh, uh, somebody has a pen and a pencil that is incredible. I do not know how we can come up with $17 billion from um, the numbers that are here I'm looking at. So I caution the city council on all advice coming from LPD, David Whitaker, Irvin Corley, Marcel Todd, the mayor, Michael E. Duggan, his administration, his minions, they're pulling a fast one on the city council and the citizens of Detroit. The next caller is caller number ending in 534. 
yes, good morning. May I be heard? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Um, because this is the Public Health and Safety Committee, I'm calling here to complain about Detroit police who don't take property crimes seriously, or some of them. I have been calling. I suffered a B&E. I went, I called 9-11. Nobody showed up. I called the, the, the number, the report crime number. They told me to go to the precinct. I went to the precinct. The guy told me to go, go over there and call 9-11. Two hours later, nobody showed up. I called and I said, do you have an ETA? He said about 20 minutes. An hour later, I called back. There was no record that he even called. So how is anybody supposed to have faith in this government when the police won't do their basic job? Um, now, I get it, they're short-staffed, but maybe we've got some bad leadership at the top, and maybe that's why people don't want to be a police officer here. Um, also, when it comes to the demolition, the misguided operations of this mayor in this city, he thinks you can just bulldoze buildings and you'll clean up Detroit. Well, he should have figured out since 2014 that it doesn't work that way. And no, he's not a good mayor because more people have moved out than moved in. But also, we were lied to. People were lied to to get people to pass Proposition N. They were lied to about where the government could do the bulldozing with the hardest hit fund money. And Terry Campbell, Debbie Stabenow's office, told me that what the mayor's people saying wasn't true. So he basically committed fraud on the people so you can run around and use more money bulldozing when we should be spending it on the people, not destroying buildings. Some buildings need to go down, but the recklessness of the land bank and the city, no wonder you just keep destroying the... The next caller is caller number ending in 711. Good morning, I'm Malik Shelton. Um, the city of Detroit, since 2014, has issued a limited tax due obligation bonds as well as an unlimited tax due obligation bonds. Just in the principal, net principal amount, this does not include interest, approximately $2 billion, $700 million and the Duggan administration, as well as some members of the Detroit City Council, seem to think that although all of this money, all of this bond money has to be paid back by the residents and taxpayers of the city of Detroit, that the residents and taxpayers in the city of Detroit don't need to vote on the bonds, that the residents and taxpayers of the city of Detroit don't even need a notice to be provided with a notice of the bonds or their right to referendum. Duggan, as well as the LPD division, I read that report and I'm writing a response to it right now. All of the council members will have copies at your desk either to, by tomorrow or Wednesday, hopefully by tomorrow. It's full of holes. The main thing is this, the residents and taxpayers who pay for these bonds who these uh, resources come here, no matter what the tax stream is, 
highway taxes, gasoline taxes, sales taxes, income taxes, gaming taxes, utility taxes, property taxes, grants, or any forms of shared taxes. These funds come here for us. And any loans that are taken out, any money that is dispersed or distributed, we have to be a part of it. We have to be involved in it. We have to be involved in the decision-making process because we have to pay it back. That's common sense, and it's also the law. And in my response, the last caller is Margaret Maddox. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Maddox. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, um... I... Can, um... My... My TV... Sanitation... Does not have the clothes I complain about that at the beginning of the year. So, half for the technical people and sanitation to, to go down the to make sure that the clothes captain is working before the meeting starts and to demonstrate to make sure it is working correctly because, because I am I'm getting tired of trying to remind the technical staff to make sure that the clothes caption is working. Um, I will not meet my, my comments tonight at the tennis main date meeting. I need my time. Thank you. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you everybody for calling in today. We always do appreciate it. Moving us along through the rest of our agenda, we are going to bring back our poem of the week. We are receiving folks, um, uh, folks are submitting their poems, which we're really excited about. Today, Jennifer is unable to join us, but we'll be bringing her back at a later date. So without objection, we can now go into our 10, 10, 10 a.m. discussion. I believe Director Counts should be on with us.
Good morning. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Good morning. Are you able to hear me? I'm sorry. I'm having mic issues. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Good morning. Lawan Counts, Director of the Detroit Demolition Department. Thank you for joining us, Director. I do believe you have a PowerPoint to share. Are you able to share your screen? We can give you sharing abilities. Actually, can we allow Nick Payne to have share capabilities, please? Yes, we can. Ms. Mitchell, if you can please allow Nick Payne um, sharing abilities. We can see that the screen now, Director, so whenever you're ready. Thank you, Madam Chair, and good morning, members of the Council. Um, I was asked to provide um, some answers to some basic questions. Um, one of the main questions um, was, what was our current spend? Um, and so we wanted to start off by going over what our budget was. Um, initially, we were given... Um, we were provided $204,312,561 in bond funding for the prop and spend. Um, about $164 million of that was assigned to demo and $39 million was assigned to stabilization. To date, we spent about $63 million um, in demolition funds and $18 million in stabilization for a total of $81 million. Um, and then that leaves a remaining balance of $122 million. That has equated to contracting 4,363 4, um, demolition locations. Of those, we've um, abated 742. Um, we've have 400 that are ready for demolition, and we've already demolished 3,221 um, with 3,112 that have been graded. Director, can you share with us what graded means for the public? So graded means that those properties have been, the holes have been backfilled with dirt um, and applied top fill and seeded and strawed. So they're completely sealed. It's a, a completely com turned over demolition back to the land bank. Thank you. Um, on the stabilization side, we have contracted 1,363, of which we have 138 that are currently um, for city council approval. Um, of those, we have completed trash outs of 1,212. And we've completed clear board installations of 1,900, and that gives us a total or a completed um, stabilization group of 1,266. Now, the difference between a clear boarded property and a trashed out property, clear board is an activity that we perform in-house. And so our staff goes through and installs the polycarbonate material on all of those locations. Um, so they've done that at 1,900 properties. And on the completed trash outs, that's the activity that we contract out to our vendors. And they have completed 1,212 of those. And that trash out activity is where the contractors go in and remove all of the debris from inside and outside of the property um, and properly dispose of it away from in, in the proper landfill locations. Now, what goes into a demolition? We're going to provide this this actual um, presentation to the council, um, but in every demolition, we perform these six steps. 
we survey each property. So each home is surveyed to identify and quantify and locate any presumed or suspected asbestos containing material or any other hazardous or regulated material. Um, we perform the procurement. So the properties are bundled into demo groups um, and they're placed in a bid um, in a bid pool for those pre-qualified contractors. And then it's awarded to those contractors and sent to city council for approval. We abate each property so all safely accessible asbestos containing material or regulated material is removed from the property prior to the demo. Then we actually perform the demolition. So that property is knocked and the debris is transported to a landfill. There's also an open hole inspection that's performed by Buildings and Safety and they inspect the hole and verify that all the material has been removed in accordance with all federal, state, and local regulations. And then finally, we have our backfill and grade. And that's when the property is backfilled with dirt from an approved source. The property receives a final grade and is seeded after receiving a final inspection from buildings and safety. Now, what goes into a stabilization? It's it's those two key factors that we've already discussed. So the property is trashed out and that contractor is responsible for moving all of the interior and exterior debris, vegetation, brush, vehicles, tires, and anything that's not supposed to be with the property. Um, it's from those identified vacant properties, it's going to be removed. The property is then secured with clearboard and our securing team is responsible for um, ensuring that the polycarbonate clearboard materials installed and this material is very strong, it's long lasting, and it's just more aesthetically pleasing than traditional plywood. Once we've completed both of those tasks, then that property is returned back to the land bank for sale. So this is our prop in progress by groups, and we've, we've sectioned them out by both demolition and trash out so that you can see um, we started with group A in both cases. We have a total demolition, um, total of properties on, that are out for demolition of 4,364, of which we've completed 3,221 demolitions. On the trash outside, we have sent over for, um, for trash out services of 1,795, and we've completed 1,212 of those. And you can see the breakout by group. We also have this information by council district if you're interested in that as well. So this is the current status of our group E. This is our current package that we're working on. It's over 200 properties um, and you can see trash out groups one, E1 through E4. Those, they're, they're identified as SA. Uh, SA means it's a set aside group. So under proposal N, we identified that there are going to be certain contracts that are set aside for small and micro businesses to bid on. Um, and that's what those groups, those, these are the groups that we identified for that effort. Um, and you see the total properties and the total number that have been secured. You also, we've also identified the awarded contractor each, and then it details out which ones have been approved by city council and which ones have not. One of the questions that came up in committee last week as well was about the status of Smalley. Um, this is a side note because Smalley is not a part of the trash out groups. Um, but the Smalley question was, had that issue been resolved? And this was a, a letter that had actually been submitted to council back in April of 2022, which Smalley's attorney confirmed that the 
the outstanding issue between their subcontractor um, and themselves had been resolved in court. Um, and this letter was actually provided with the transcripts from the court proceedings. I mean, we can provide that actually has been provided to the to to this body as well for your review, um, just so that we can respond to it to the question, which was had it been resolved. And as far as the city is aware of, this says this issue has been resolved. And then that's that's it. I mean, as always, we we welcome the opportunity to update this body um, on any questions or concerns that you may have. We continue to provide our monthly um, newsletter to this body um, so that you can see exactly where we are each month. But then you also have our upcoming quarterly report to look forward to as well. All of the financials are always included in both. Um, so if you have any questions in the meantime, please feel free to reach out to our department. We will provide those responses. Thank you, Director. I really appreciate your time and for going the uh, reviewing this with us. I think it's important for the public to know, as you hear, we get many calls regarding our bonds and, the, and Proposal N. Uh, so I appreciate you taking the time uh, for the overview. Before jumping into the few questions that I have, um, Vice Chair, do you have any questions? Uh, yes, and thank you, Madam Chair, and thank you for being here uh, with your team. Director Counts, can you just uh, go back to one of the early slides that had the breakdown of trash outs and uh, demolitions, prop in money, and the percentage, it didn't indicate the percentage completed. What's our burn rate? Looking at a $40 million budget for stabilization and burned through $18 million. So we got about a little more than half remaining. What's the burn rate for the stabilization part? And are we on track with that? It seems that we're doing a, not as, not moving as quickly on the demolition, but where are we on the burn rates on these? So we're, we're not moving as quickly as the demolitions, but the thought was that there were gonna be fewer um, properties on the stabilization side. And what's happening is um, there's been a significant amount of properties are, that are being purchased and sold before we have an opportunity to actually perform our services. So while the intent of our services was to make the properties more marketable, to get them moved faster, they're, they're moving fast just in general. Um, we are, as far as our schedule is concerned, we have had some challenges as far as um, just working through the procurement and the, the, the council approval process. Um, so that delays our efforts. But as far as attacking the properties that we have, we are we are on target for what we have predicted. Okay, and when you say that we're, the stabilization properties are being purchased, that means they're being purchased from the land bank portfolio prior to them going to you for stabilization? They're being purchased even once they come to me. So there's, it does not stop, even on the demo side, We, I'm sorry, through the chair, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, through the, the, the demo and the stabilization process, we don't stop um, the potential sale of those properties. So even though it might be in my inventory to perform um, services on, if there is viable interest that's been expressed through the land bank, we allow those properties to be pulled from our inventory for sale. And so that's exactly what happens. We Properties will have been identified for us to stabilize and they have interest and those, those parties are interested in them immediately. And so we allow them to be pulled back um, for sale to go to 
if it's a whoever it may be, if it's a, a private citizen or whatever the case may be. So if you were pulling properties off of the list prior to you performing any stabilization services, like a trash out or um, with the plastic sheeting? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Not through the chair. Yes, it does happen. Okay. All right. And then when we think that we'll be done, uh, when will you have uh, expended all of the prop in money? Through the chair, I'm currently on target to be um, completed in 2024. All right. What does the um, law require, or at least our agreement, for those bonds when we have to have those dollars expended legally? Through the chair, I believe it's 2026. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, had similar questions, uh, so appreciate uh, yours. The few that I have, um, and just to confirm, Director, because we're still seeing extension of time for, for Group A, those demolitions are completed. They're just doing the, that additional, um, I believe you said it was sidewalk repairs, um, just uh, additional services that need, to, that, that need to be had. Through the chair, um, yes, for the for the for the larger contractors, um, their work is mostly the sidewalk work that's been um, it's been extended. It's there's a shortage of materials for um, concrete at this time, and so it's 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 triggered them to to require additional time. For our smaller contractors, what we what we were able to identify throughout our process in Group A was that our timelines that we were given we thought were were enough for our smaller contractors to meet, it was not. And so we had to um, adjust in order to accommodate for their operational constraints that they were experiencing. And so there, there are some demos in group A that are with our smaller companies that they're still working through. And we just, we felt we needed to give them enough additional time in order to um, complete those demos. Understood, thank you. If you wouldn't mind going back to the slide that shows the number of demolitions, the number of trash outs, the number of stabilization. Madam Chair, is there any way to uh, mute the background? Noise. Someone has their mic open. There's a lot of background noise. Okay. I think it, I think Director Counts just muted herself. It, it might be me because I'm at Renaissance High School for Career Day, <laughs> and so there's there's kids in the background. I apologize. No worries. Um, thank you. So we are doing a lot of demo, um, and I understand that is that is the task at hand. Um, but from hearing residents they would much rather see buildings be preserved um, or stabilized and ready for sale are we completing more demos because there are more properties that can't be saved or i guess explain to me the efforts of stabilization versus demolition and why we're not seeing more homes being saved instead of stabilized for sale through the chair that that question is actually a question for the land bank they make the determination about mm. which properties go demo and which properties go trash out mm. um, but i can tell you that um they or stabilization i'm sorry but i can tell you that they do make every effort to save every property that they can um and there are a lot of properties that we encounter that uh, it's i'm not going to say a lot there are some properties that we encounter um on the trash outside that probably really should be demolished in all, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are very strong um, 
intentional actions on the on the part of the land bank to transition as many properties as they can to you know to future renovation. Um, on the demo side, these properties are very far gone. Um, while I understand the community's interest in saving as many properties as they can, it's not. Some of these properties are so they're so far gone that the investment it would take to bring them back, it, it would probably be cheaper to build new on that property. Understood. Thank you. And I would agree. There are some land bank homes on many of our residential streets that should be demolished um, that residents want to see gone because they are just so dangerous. Um, there's one in my childhood block. Um, but we are working through that. Um, Again, appreciate the time and the overview. The other questions that I have um, is information that you that, that you've shared already and that information that we can share. Um, Director Counts, thank you, and, and we do understand that you want your prop and contracts to be sent to new business today, and it's something that we're that we are able to do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course, thank you. I hope you have a good uh, career day. Madam thank Chair. you very much. Uh, Vice Chair. Before Ms. Director Counts leaves, can you go back to the last uh, matrix? And looking at some of the uh, progress, demolition, total properties, looking at Group J, Juliet, 84 properties, one completed. Uh, looking at Group Lima, 100 properties, zero completed. Looking at Group Alpha, 1,126 and 1,065 completed. There's a huge disparity in, in movement by the different block groups. Each group is an individual contractor, correct? Through the chair, there, there might be several contractors or seven, several groups inside of several contracts inside of a group. Um, but one thing you need to be mindful of is the lower the lower groups were just more recently released while a was released in early 2020 um j was just released probably this past summer um and so there's still this the stages that have to go through they have to be all those properties have to be abated um we're usually in abatement about two to three months before we actually start to see demo underneath those construction groups um so while it looks like there's less work that's completed or performed it's because it's a later release and there's still steps that have to happen before we're ready to actually demolish and it's it's hard for me to tell without giving you some of the background on jay if there was a delay in the actual start it's it's hard for me to say okay so i'm just looking at hij and k kilo 93 properties 34 completed india 216 properties 180 completed so i'm just looking at some disparities in what looks like progress from some of your contractors so i'm sure oh, you, you have that together but i'm just there's a little concern on this in this councilman seat from who seems to be and who seems to not be performing through the chair i do have a I'm, i do have an answer and the more that i looked at it jay actually as a contractor we had an issue on the very first demo that took place in that package um and so we have that contractor has a start, stop work order for right now until we can get some resolution on um, accountability for what happened for his de debris load. I mean, we're working through those cha challenges right now. Um, and so that's why there's been no progress on that particular group. Can you say what contractor that is? Um, Jay Keith. Okay. Does that mean that Jay Keith will be coming back to this 
body for approval of contracts or you're working through that process now? Right now, Jay Keith has no contracts that would be coming before your body. Um, but we definitely would have to make sure that this particular company is aware of what our processes are. Um, and if that, con if it, it doesn't, if this particular contractor doesn't prove that they can move forward in this particular group, then they, we wouldn't be recommended for award in the future. All right. Are they performing on some of their other contracts? I know I've heard that name before. I recognize. Um, this is their first actual bond contract with us. They've done emergencies and other one-offs, haven't they? It's been just a handful. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Vice Chair. Thank you, Director. With that, everyone, we will move on with the rest of our agenda. Under unfinished business, 7.1 is an item that was brought back. This is contract number 3051456 using 100% grant funding. This is regarding the shelter and quarantine for COVID-19 positive individuals experiencing homelessness. Is there a motion to discuss? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. We were waiting for tax clearances. Is there an update on whether or not we received those and how much time we will need until we do? Mr. Washington, good morning. Good morning, Madam Chair and Member Benson. Um, we do have David Mott as well as Andre Blair online. All right, if we can move them both, uh, both over as panelists. Madam Chair, I've been promoted. Thank you. Good morning to you both. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. David Mott from the Office of Contracting and Procurement. Andre Blair, Director of Operations, Department of Health. Thank you both for joining us. I'm not sure, Mr. Mott, if you've received the tax clearances for this, uh, for this contract. We have not. Okay. Health Department, you haven't either? No, we have not. Does anybody know how much time it's going to take us to receive these tax clearances? Uh, I am not confident that we're going to get them, actually. All right. So then what is going to be our next step? I believe these services have already been rendered. Correct. Okay. Um, has there been discussion as to what we're going to do next, what the resolution is going to be? Uh, no, there has not been discussion as to what we're going to do if we don't get the tax clearances. All right. Hmm. Um, who should we be discussing this with? Uh, because this is something that we, we need to remove from the agenda. If, if the services have been have been rendered, they need to get paid, but we need those tax clearances. So we're, we're definitely in a pickle here. I'm trying to figure out who it is that um, is leading in in solving this issue. Um, I'm discussing it with my management as to what the next steps are, but we have not come up with the, the uh, actual resolution yet. Okay. Um, if you wouldn't mind, 
working together um, with my office and my policy advisor, Ray, we need a timeline and we need to figure out when this is going to be resolved. Um, it just, I, I, I don't think that it's good for this to be lingering um, either in this committee or, or, or for the city to, to have this lingering on for much longer. Um, Vice Chair, do you have any other questions or suggestions? Yes. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. So in the current situation, who is at risk for not getting paid? We were just to remove this contract. If we're not getting tax clearances, I mean, at a certain point, you just have to walk away from the process. And we didn't spend the money. Somebody else spent the money, correct? To provide the services? My understanding is that the supplier was paid for the services. It was an emergency procurement. So then, at this point, this is just tying up loose ends. Yeah. And so the city is at risk now because the feds will come back for their money, correct? Um, I cannot confirm that. Okay. So then it sounds like there's a lot of ambiguities and we don't knows. And Madam Chair, they're LPD. LPD. Thank you, Madam Chair, uh, through you to Mr. Benson. This, I'm not sure which issue it was, but I recall last Monday there was a similar thing, and my thought was it would be good to bring it back with a specific request to the law department and the departments as to what the situation is and what the timeline is. I think the questions are very well taken, and I haven't heard an answer yet. I hope that helps. Yeah. I'm Chair, Law Department Chair. Through the Chair, uh, Graham Anderson, Law Department, um, I've been emailing with a few people trying to get an answer for uh, the, the council. Uh, but, but one question that was previously asked, which applies here, uh, what does the city do if they do not get tax clearance? And that is in the past, uh, we have submitted uh, companies without a clearance and council has approved it because it was COVID related and the services were completed. Um, uh, I'm not sure how helpful that response is, uh, but, but that's where I'm at now. If we could also bring this back at uh, the end of session, I, I might have uh, additional responses. Thank you. Um, Vice Chair, I've, have you ever approved anything without tax clearances? That I oh, probably. Probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. Understood. Um, but, but Madam Chair, it doesn't mean that I'm... Um, open to doing that right now. Sure. I, just for me, because number one, I, I believe that if we don't get these clearances, the city's going to be on the hook to give that money back, I believe. Um, but I would like to hear what the law department believes and get a suggestion on a resolution. I mean, the services have been provided, they've been paid. Now it's just really tying up loose ends. And this is federal grant money, and the feds do come back and ask for their money if they don't have the uh, proper grant package and supporting documentation. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to spend our money on this if we if this is really grant funded i'd like to rather just tie up the loose ends and get all the paperwork done properly mm -hmm. or a request to waiver if need be maybe it's just requesting a waiver because there's been a property that's been sold there's a brand new owner right. i'm not sure if i was the owner why would i come back and provide us with documentation i'm gone right. the property sold i got my money there's no reason for me to go back and get these cash clearances for the city to close our books so the only person at risk here, I believe, is us, the city of Detroit. I agree. Um, so, Law, you said that you can uh, give us some more information to Member Benson's point. Um, 
to what the consequences would be and then what next best steps are by the end of the agenda today? Uh, through the chair, I'll make an effort, but if not, um, I, I can, I know you don't want it to linger another week. Okay. Uh, let me see what I can do um, before today's agenda is complete and hopefully I can get a, a quick response. Okay. Um, okay, thank you. Mr. Washington? Yes, Madam Chair. I do see Director Stahl has logged in as well, so she can be promoted. Yes, if we can bring over Sandra Stahl as a panelist. Good morning, if you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Good morning, uh, Sandra Stahl, Chief Procurement Officer. Thank you for joining us, Director. Um, I'm sure you're aware of the issue we're discussing at hand. Um, wondering, uh, it sounds like we may not be able to get our tax clearances uh, for the contract that we have with River Place Drive and we are figuring out what it is that we do for next steps uh, because we need those tax clearances in order to um, ensure that we have everything that we need um, in, in order to not have to pay this money back if the federal government comes back and, and asks us to. So wondering if you know the solution here, if, you, if, you, if there's work being done to, to collect those tax clearances. Um. I will need to come back with answers to some of those questions through the chair. Um, I have been informed that during the COVID period in the past, OCP did submit companies without clearances during the COVID emergency because there was such a high volume of emergencies and that council had approved, um, approved them because of, the, uh, because of the COVID pandemic and, the, and because the services had been completed. Okay understand that and happy to do that but to member benson's points if we approve this without the tax clearances will yeah. the city be at risk so i do have a response from odg and i will confirm in writing um that the tax clearance issue does not affect fema reimbursement okay okay vice chair any other questions or concerns um ODG, what does that stand for? Office of Development and Grants. They are uh, uh, kind of our lead on compliance with federal requirements. Okay, um, and so their indication is that as long as we approve and these services have already been provided, we are not on the hook because this should tie up all the loose ends and we should not see the federal government coming back to, to recoup those dollars. Um, that. That, that is what I'm hearing from ODG, but I would like to request that they submit something in writing so that I'm not speaking for them. Okay. Okay. Madam Chair, I'm, I'm okay with moving this forward. Uh, regular business um, mm -hmm. pending um, a document in writing from the Office of Development and Grants. I agree. Motion. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair. So there's a motion to approve 7.1 to send to formal session with the recommendation to approve pending a letter from the Office of Development and Grants, letting all of us know that we can approve this without the tax clearances, without risk. Um, 
Thank you, Vice Chair. Thank you all for joining us. Um, just really wanted to ensure that we were okay on this line item before we, we moved it forward. Thank you, Director. Thank you. Thank, thank you all. Okay, I'm going to keep us going. Um, there's been a, a, a motion made to approve. Are there any objections? Hearing none, um, 7.1 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. And we will um, hope to have a letter from the Office of Development and Grants along for this line item. I will now move us along to line item 7.2. Is there a motion? Oh, 7.2 is the contract for Smalling Construction, um, which we did receive the update from. The The biggest question that we had was whether or not they had paid their subcontractor and um, took care of the issues that they had, which our director let us know that they have. Uh, so for 7.2, is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.2? Discussion. Discussion, Vice Chair. Uh, Madam Chair, I've been in contact with the subrecipient. Uh, they are residents of the third edition. They indicate they have not been paid, mm. uh, despite the uh, the letter mm. from the attorneys. And so I'm not um, support. I'm not supportive to make a recommendation to approve a mm -hmm. recommendation to approve. Mm -hmm. If if a motion came from me, it would be a recommendation to deny. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, if they have not paid their subcontract, we can move this out with a motion. Um, without a recommendation, um, there's been several issues, really, that, that we heard of regarding this company. Madam Chair, motion to send a formal recommendation to deny. Are there any objections? Hearing nine, Lenin seven point two would be sent to formal session with a recommendation to deny. Thank you, Vice Chair. Moving us along to seven point three. Uh, 7.3 through 7.6, these are various proposal and residential demolition contracts that we have brought back um, that we are, at least I'm okay with now getting an update moving forward. Is there a motion to approve and discuss 7.3 through 7.6? A motion to approve with discussion. Thank you. So I will read through these briefly. 7.3 is contract number 6004797. These are all using 100% bond funding to provide, these are all to provide prop and demolition release, uh, uh, demolitions. 7.3 is release group N1. Subcon the, subcon the, the contractor is SC Environmental Services for the total amount, they're located in Detroit, for the total amount of 2,708,266 with five cents. 7.3 7.4, excuse me, is contract number 6004798 using 100% bond funding. This is release group N2. The contractor is DMC Consultants located in Detroit for the total amount of 3,562,791.75. cents. 7.5 is contract number 6004799. This is for release group N3. The contractor is Saliban Trucking and Excavating Inc. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of, I'm so sorry, they're located in Ann Arbor um, for the total amount of 3,039,292 with 20 cents. 
And the last one, 7.6, is contract number 6004801. This is for release group N5. The contractor is Salabine Trucking and Excavating, Inc., located in Dundee, Ann Arbor Road, Dundee, Michigan. Apologize. Um, for the total amount of $2,315,544 with 23 cents. Discussion, Vice Chair. No, it was just if you had any questions or concerns. I don't have any left, no. Um, do you have any? With that, there's been a motion to approve 7.3 through 7.6. Hearing no objection, 7.3 through 7.6 are approved to be sent to new business. Is there a motion to send to new business? Motion. We're sending 7.3 through 7.6 to new business with the recommendation to approve. 7.7, moving us along, is from the Department of Transportation. This is regarding the D dot uh, CQI scorecard, the, the Continuous in Quality Improvement Scorecard. I believe we brought this back just to ensure that we updated the, the contractors that we'll be working with and scoring. I don't know if we have received that update. Is there a motion to discuss 7.7? Motion. Thank you. Mr. Washington, is there an updated um, resolution for this? Um, yes, Madam Chair. Um, that was circulated to the body on Friday, and the department is preparing to submit to eScribe as well. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Uh, Vice Chair, are there any other questions for 7.7? No, we've had opportunity to uh, review the resolution, the modified resolution. You said you have it, you have it. You have? Okay, great. Um, is there a motion then to approve 7.7? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.7 .7 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. We are now under new business, under the Office of Contracting and Procurement. Is there a motion to discuss 7 points, excuse me, 8.1 through 8.8? .8? These are all various demolition contracts. And Chair... I'm looking at 8.10 as a concern, 8.9. Nope, I'm okay with those. 8.1 through? 8.8. 8.8. Motion to approve. There's been a motion to approve line items 8.1 through 8.8. .8. As mentioned, these are all various demolition contracts. Are there any objections to approving 8.1? Hearing no objections to approve 8.1 through 8.8. .8. Those are approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. I would read through these briefly for the public, anyone listening in. 8.1 is contract number 3062111. This is using 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 2097 Law Lale, this is the contractor, is SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 19850 8.2 is contract number 3062172 using 100% city funding for emergency demo at 1622 LeMay. The contractor's inner city contracting for the total amount of 18600 
8.3's contract number 3062174. This is to provide emergency demo at 13560 St. Aubin and 13977 St. Aubin. The contractor is SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 35700 8.4, contract number 3062242 to provide emergency demo at 88 West Arizona. The contractor is inner city contracting for the total amount of 24000 8.5, contract number 3062383 to provide emergency demo at 17151 Joanne, 17175 Joanne and 17215 Joanne. The contractor's inner city contracting for 42749 And the last contract that we just approved is contract number 3062384 for an emergency demolition at 3271 Gladstone. The contractor is SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 18194 we went through 8.8, excuse me. So 8.7 is contract number 3062685. This is emergency demo at 3217 Hazelwood. Inner city contracting is the contractor for the total amount of 17,499. And 8.8 .8 is contract number 3062694 uh, for emergency demo at 3044 Richton. The contractor is inner city contracting for the total amount of 27,890. Moving us along, line items 8.9 and 8.10 are various emergency demolition contracts for Smalley Construction. These are new emergency demo contracts. Is there a motion to approve or discussion for 8.9 and 8.10? Motion to send a formal recommendation to deny. There's been a motion to send a formal session with a recommendation to deny. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 8.9 and 8.10 are both to be sent to formal with the recommendation to deny. This moves us along to 8.11. Eight point eleven is a contract for extension of time proposal regarding uh, proposal N. Is there a motion to approve or discuss eight point eleven? Motion to approve and send to formal. Hearing no objections, eight point eleven will be approved to send to formal with the recommendation to approve. Madam Chair's recommendation. Is there a re request by the administration to go to new business? There wasn't for this one. There was for the larger okay. prop and contracts. Thank you for the question. And this contract that we just approved um, is contract number 6003310, Amendment 1. And this, again, is to provide an extension of time for demolition release group A, A10. 8.12 is contract number 6003855, Amendment 1. This is, 100, this is using 100% city funding. This is to provide an increase of funds and amendment to the scope to include Soil sampling, testing, excuse me, analysis of fill material at previous demolition sites. The contractors, Monique and Smith Group, they're located in Detroit for the total amount, increased amount of 
$225,000, bringing the total contract to $1,375,000. Is there a motion to discuss 8.12? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, Mr. Washington, is there anybody online with us that can discuss 8.12? Um, yes, Director Council is still online. All right, if we can move Director Council over as a panelist. Madam Chair, Director Council is no longer online. Okay. I'm not sure if do we have anybody here, um, anybody else that could um, give this update? Maybe LPD? Madam Chair? Yes, Mr. Washington? Um, I do see the buyer online, Bernadette Walker. She may be able to address some questions. Ms. Walker is who again? Uh, Bernadette Walker, she is the um, OCP representative. Okay, that would be great. Yes, if we can move her over as a panelist. Oh, and I see uh, Ms. Sabatini's on with us as well. If you wouldn't mind setting your name and title for the public. Good morning, Madam Chair. Yes, Lorianne Sabatini, LPD. I do have an update to this line item. The original report went out and I had the wrong account string. This morning we sent out an updated account string for this particular contract. Thank you. Thank you for the updated account string. Um, one question that I have, Ms. Abatine, I'm not sure if you know the answer to this, but the original bid for this was 12731 Yes, ma'am, I'm scrolling to that one right now. Give me one second. Yes, I think when they did the bid, they gave them piecemeal things to bid on, but OCP would bit better answer that question, I believe. Okay, uh, thank you, Ms. Abatini. If we can bring over yes, the OCP rep for this again. Hello, good morning. If you don't mind seeing your name and title for the public. Hi, this is Bernadette Walker from OCP. And I'm sorry, I did not hear the original question, Cause so, so can you please re repeat that? Yes, ma'am, and uh, thank you for joining us. I was just asking uh, for confirmation that the original bid for this contract was 12731 Okay, what's the contract number, please? The contract number is 6003855, Amendment 1. But you said the original was 12000 That's what I'm asking for. I'm asking for confirmation of what the original bid was. Okay, hold on one second. I'm thinking um, that number is extremely low mm -hmm. for this type of, yeah, this type of contract. So I'm trying to do a quick check into our financial system. If you could hold for a moment, please. Okay, thank you. And thank you for checking that because from my math, if that is the original amount that we have, plus this amendment where we're adding just 225,000, it adds up to 237,000, not to over the 1 million that we're seeing here. Okay, let me, let me double check, please. Thank you. Okay, this is uh -huh. 
Okay, what I have is um, the original agreement is 1.150. That's the original agreement amount. And we are submitting a request to um, add money to the contract. And the request is, uh, trying to look that up real quick. Okay, the request does um, add 225,000, 225, 100,000, and the new total should be 1.375. So it should, it should not exceed now, the new total should be 1, 1,375,000. Lori, do you show something different? No, I believe she wants to know why the bids that came in were not really high, like the actual cost of the services. And if I recall, when I reviewed this, the bids were for some very specific things, not for the entire contract. And they came in at the, the lowest bid, but there are two contracts like this. Okay, let me speak with the department and the original buyer on this file. And... um respond back to you before the end of today. But yes, there were various services that are under this um, this group. There's various things or various types of uh, tasks that are associated here. And I would have to look at that, do a deeper dive to see exactly how the bids came in for the original contract. So I would need time to do that research and get back with your honorable body, please. Okay, I, I would appreciate that, Ms. Walker. Just again, um, just want to make sure that the math adds up. And on, on my end, not knowing what, how much the original bid was for, um, the math wasn't adding up. But if, if someone can give that information for me, um, I'd really appreciate it. So, uh, Ms. Walker, would you like us to bring this back to the end of the agenda or um, to bring it back in one week? Let's try for the end of the agenda. And so that I'm clear, would that be around... Uh, 12.30, 1 o'clock? We, we hope so. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll shoot for that, and I appreciate your assistance here. I appreciate yours. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Goodbye. So with that objection, um, we are going to come back to 8.12 to the end of our agenda. Uh, Vice Chair, I was notified that 8.11, um, there is a request to send this to new business. Uh, is there a motion to do so? Motion. So for the clerk's office and for everybody else, 8.11 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. The clerk was so no. Madam Chair, we're bringing 8.12 back to the end? Yes. Which moves us along to 8.13. 8.13 is contract number 6004744. This is using 100% solid waste funding. This is to provide 300, 400, this is to provide 300, 450 gallon trash containers and 600 lids. The contractor is Tank Holding Corp. They're located in, what state is NE? Nebraska. They're located in Nebraska. And this is for the total amount of 162,000 with $300. Uh, is there a motion to discuss 8.13? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. 
this is another question, I believe, for our procurement office or for LPD. Um, just want to ensure that this math is also correct. Um, I see uh, Ms. Sabatini with us. I just want to make sure that the 162 with 300 is correct. Um, based on the cost per unit and the fee schedule provided, uh, we think that it should be 170. 170000 with four, $490. Uh, Lori Ann Sabatini, LPD. This is the amount of the contract itself. If you did perfect math, your number's probably correct. So they may not need as many large lids or mm. as many small. It's a not to exceed. Okay, it's very helpful. Thank you. That was my only question. Vice Chair, any questions from you? Oh, quick question. Mm -hmm. Vice Chair? Um, information like this was the bids closed in August of 2022. Now, just being in January, just what is there? A, is this a typical timeline? Was there an issue with something like this? Why did it so long to get this done to this body? Hi, good morning. This is Jenny Whitfield, Office of Contracting and Procurement. Um, good morning to this honorable body. But through the chair, uh, my contract was bid. Yes, you are correct. It did close. We had a couple of issues. Number one, there was a tax clearance issue, which pushed this back for a long time, as well as we had a holdup in legal based on the documentation that they submitted, and then we had to resubmit it. And also, as put in the um, write-up that I submitted, there was a original submission from the uh, company Snyder, uh, and we ended up having to change it for legal to submitting the contract through under their parent company, which is Tank Holding. So all three of those issues contributed to this, this timeline. So no, this is not a normal timeline for this type of issue. Unfortunately, there were just some, some really unfortunate delays. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, Ms. Ms. Whitfield, if you wouldn't mind also, um, it sounds like there was a, a few hiccups for this contract. When this was bid, were there any Detroit or Michigan-based bidders? How did that go? Uh, yes. yes, I apologize for cutting off. Yes, ma'am. Uh, there were two that uh, did apply and submit a proposal. Uh, however, both of those companies were not actually certified through CREO. They were located in Detroit. Um, the second lowest bidder was $243,000 higher than the lowest bidder, and they did not provide um, any type of specifications that confirmed they could meet the specs for this. The next person that did submit one that was also located in Detroit was a new supplier with us. Um, they submitted pricing that stated their bid would have been like $36 million, which I knew was incorrect. And when I reached out to them, they explained um, that, one, there was some confusion with their submission process and that they actually could not provide the goods. So we did go with the lowest responsive responsible bidder, which is who we are um, asking for an award to today. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank I you. I believe there are no more questions. Is there a motion to approve 8.13? Motion. Uh, hearing no objections, 8.13 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. Moving us along, 8.14 is contract number 6004800. This is 100% uh, bond funding to provide Prop N Demolition Group N4. The contractor is Celebine Trucking and Excavating. They are located in Dundee, Michigan for the total amount of $2,923,666 with 25 cents. Is there a motion to approve or any need for discussion for 8.14? Motion to approve. 
Is there a motion to send to new business? Motion. The 8.14, um, there's a motion to approve and send to new business. Hearing no objection, 8.14 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. 8.15 is contract number 6004912 using 100% ARPA funding to provide 50 vehicles for public safety gun violence reduction. The contractor is Jefferson Chevrolet. They are located in Detroit for the total amount of $1,142,000 and this is for police. Is there a motion to discuss 8.15? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. Mr. Washington, is there anybody from DPD that can discuss 8.15 with us? Yes, Madam Chair, we have Captain Brandon Lewis, as well as Aaron Plain. You said there's one more person joining us, Mr. Washington? Yes, I believe Mr. Plain has been promoted. Okay. Yes, Madam Chair, uh, Mr. Plain has been promoted. Okay, so Mr. Plain, if you can hear us, um, if you're able to just accept the panelist um, option and uh, when you're able to join us on screen, if you can't, no worries. Um, we'll give it one more minute to see if they can join us. until they're able to join us, um, since we have you here with us. If you wouldn't mind, can you we can hear you. <coughs> if you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Uh, Captain Brandon Lewis, Detroit Police Department, uh, Management Services. Thank you for joining us, Captain. Um, I do have a few questions uh, regarding this contract. Uh, it looks like we're being joined by one other person. Hello, good morning. Um, if you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. He's locked up. Okay, no worries. So we'll just, um, we'll, we'll continue on uh, with you, Captain. Um, but I believe that we saw a request like this in the past um, that did not go through and it was really because of some questions that a number of us had. Uh, when it comes to the vehicles that police have, uh, do you know what our inventory is and what the need is for these 50 vehicles? I don't have an exact number for our inventory vehicles, but these vehicles are for um, ARPA vehicles. They're for a crime reduction uh, plan under ARPA, uh, gun violence reduction, I'm sorry. Um, so investigative vehicles, these are specifically for investigators um, who will address uh, gun-related uh, crimes. And we don't have vehicles for that purpose already? We do have vehicles, but we have a limited amount of vehicles. Um, of course, we have um, our, our current fleet, but uh, the fleet is uh, sparse. Um, and we're in the process of working with trying to get other cars for our fleet. But right now we're looking to do a more robust uh, push towards gun violence reduction. Can can somebody from DPD please send us our inventory of vehicles and what they're used for? Let me 
so we have you you want our specific inventory as uh and what each the numbers of uh vehicles for like patrol and uh mm -hmm. investigative and all of that that would be that would be lovely yes thank you so okay. much okay Uh, so, um, and understand there might be some time for to, to receive that information. Um, my next question, and again, not sure if, uh, hello, Director Stahl, it's good to see you as well. Um, do either of you know how often we purchase vehicles or what our history is of, of vehicle purchasing? I can speak to this a little bit. Um from my time at GSD through the chair, uh, there is a 10-year fleet replacement plan. Um, and uh, fleet replacements are spread out so that not all of the fleet is replaced all at once. Um, uh, GSD can provide that 10-year fleet replacement plan. Um, uh, I don't have the exact numbers of the vehicles per year purchased, but they are um, for the citywide fleet, not just DPD, but also, you know, DPW and um, other departments, GSD. I will say that in the during the pandemic, it has been very, very difficult to um, keep up with the fleet replacement plan, which had done a tremendous effort of um, bringing the average age of uh, the city fleet down to a place where um, it, it was more manageable for the repair and maintenance and, and to ensure that uh, vehicles would be available for operations and fleet replacement is, is critical to that. Um, the older a vehicle gets, the more prone it is to being down and the longer it may take to repair and the co more costly it is for the city. Um, uh, during the pandemic um, with the chip shortages and um, demand outstripping supply, it has been very, very difficult um, even with contracts in place to um, maintain the regular fleet maintenance schedule. Um, and so, uh, and, and a lot of order windows were closing um, in less than 24 hours. Um, we were extremely lucky um, with this contract to be able to even have vehicles that could be available. Um, uh, and, and so it, it is important that DPD be able to have the vehicles they need to do to do this important work. Thank you. And I would like um, for GSD, um, if either, uh, if, if we can receive that, um, that uh, plan to replace vehicles, it's just helpful for us to know on the back end as we're seeing these requests. Thank you, Director. I think for myself, um, just really want to, urge uh, the administration, DPD, to support um, not just ways um, to, uh, you know, reduce gun violence um, through policing, but to really support the efforts that I know DPD are already involved in when it comes to evidence-based uh, gun reduction and prevention programming. Um, as, 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 as much as I hear and understand the need to utilize funding for DPD, there's also still very much a need to invest in prevention efforts um, to prevent us from having to deal with gun violence in the first place. Uh, I do understand that the administration, along with 
um, our gun violence task force chair, member Durhal, um, myself, uh, Pro Tem, CP, uh, are really trying to push our city to do more to prevent gun, from, gun violence from happening in the first place. So just really, really urge us to be more creative um, and encourage us to, to, to fund those solutions as well, like an office, an office of violence prevention or a non-police response unit when it comes to non-violent mental health calls. Um, we see this across the country and we do see it here at home, um, though it's not talked about as often um, the way that other issues are, um, but the issue is still very real at home as well. Uh, so just want to really utilize this time to, to, to urge us to, to think about those solutions as well. Vice Chair, do you have any questions? Yes. Um, and, and thank you, Madam Chair. I just want to uh, say that I've also been very, very engaged uh, in this contract but for different reasons. Um, what I do not want to see happen is the city continue to invest in the dying technology. And as we purchase vehicles, I'm really encouraging the city via my vote that we purchase either EVs or hybrid vehicles to go towards our goal of sustainability as well as just moving the city forward into the future. We cannot continue to invest in dying technology. And I voted no the last time this contract was before us. And the reason was because of the um, ICE vehicles versus hybrids or EVs. And my challenge to the police department was to go out and identify an EV or a, a hybrid that would meet their needs. Unfortunately, they took the challenge. They went out, went to bid twice, um, and, could, and were not able to find vehicles that are either hybrid or EV that met their operational needs, number one, and I'm very sensitive to that, but number two, were within the 12% bonus provided as per our green purchasing ordinance. And so the numbers just didn't work. In addition, I made personal phone calls to Stellantis, to GM, as well as to Ford to say, hey, we have this money, we have these ARPA funds, we need these vehicles now, and no one could provide them. There are supply chain issues. There are just the issues with having vehicles that can meet those type of operational needs when it comes to EVs, when it comes to hybrids. It just didn't happen. Um, but I do understand, but I still have yet to see in writing, that the police department is committed to purchasing EV and hybrid vehicles that will accommodate their operational needs moving forward. Where are we with that commitment in writing? So we've, um, through, through the chair, um, Deputy Chief Mark Bliss is working on that right now. Uh, we have our fleet manager who's putting together a plan uh, to present to the chief of what our actual direction is and how we're going to achieve that goal. So um, that is in the works right now, sir. Okay. To the chair, I, I would also like to add that we have a, a, a bid out right now for an electric vehicle consultant to update the 10-year fleet plan that I was speaking of to ensure that we are going through um, thoughtful assessment of um, the best use cases for electric versus hybrid and ensuring that our EV charging infrastructure and um, repair operation is, is um, moving forward in sync to support that effort. All right, and I, I just wanna commend um, the procurement department. I wanna commend GSD for looking forward and the police department for picking up the challenge to try to make this happen. Unfortunately, they couldn't make it happen and I recognize that. I also recognize that they need these vehicles. And so I'm going to momentarily suspend my personal rule, um, voting no on vehicles that are not either ICE or that are not either EV or hybrid, just based on the fact that they went out, did the hard work, put the bid out again, made the request, but we just couldn't find it. And so 
I mean, if you make the try and you just can't do it, but you still have the operational need, I'm not going to stand in the way of that point. If you've made the the actual genuine effort to um, identify and purchase vehicles that move us as a city forward. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. No other questions for me. Is there a motion to approve 8.15? Motion. Hearing no objections, 8.15 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Madam Chair, is there an opposition to uh, new business? Uh, there is no opposition to new business. For me, given that this was voted down completely last term, I'm wondering if we send it to formal just to ensure that if there are any questions that council members can ask them before then. There is opposition to new business. Uh, for me, just I preferred rather send no it to formal. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. So again, 8.15 is approved and this will be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. And I highly encourage any of my colleagues, staff, check in with your, uh, with your uh, principals to ensure that they have all their questions answered for this um, line item, for this contract. Moving us along, 8.16. 8.16 and 8.17 are uh, emergency demolition contracts. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 8.16 and 8.17? Motion to approve. It's been a motion to approve. Hearing no objection, 8.16 and 8.17 are approved. 8.16 is contract number 3062360. This is for an emergency demo at 3876 Rons. Intercity Contracting is the contractor for 24250 And 8.17 is contract number 3062667 for demolition at 231 West Golden Gates. The contractor's inner city contracting for $19,000. 8.18. This is contract number 6005027, using 100% city funding to provide an as-needed electric maintenance and repair services for DDOT facilities. The contractor is power, lighting, and technical Services are located in Detroit for the total amount of 600000 and this is for transportation. Is there a motion to approve a dis with discussion 8.18? Madam Chair, did we approve 8.16 and 17? Yes, we did. Okay. Motion? For discussion of 8.18, thank you. Mr. Washington, is there anybody for, um, from DDOT that can answer brief questions for us? Yes, we have Garage Searles online. If we can move him over as a panelist. Madam Chair, he has been promoted. Thank you. Good morning. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name is Gerard Searles, manager with plant maintenance for DDOT. Thank you for joining us. Just have brief questions. We're discussing contract number 6005027. This is to provide the as needed electrical maintenance and repair services for DDOT facilities. 
wondering if we currently have someone or if we had someone to perform these services. Uh, Madam Chair, uh, thus far, DDOT has not had electrical services in the past. Uh, there were electricians on staff. Um, in the absence of electricians on staff, this item was, uh, we needed to procure a contract for those services. Understood. And not having someone on staff, are we looking to bring someone back or are you looking to outsource this uh, service moving forward? Uh, since this um, procurement process began, we were able to uh, hire in a in-house electrician, uh, but based on the volume of tasks needed, we thought it best to still have an electrical vendor on board for larger projects that might take a single person a lot longer to uh, accomplish. Understood. And because I can't remember, and I, I would like a confirmation if you know, this is to provide as needed services for 600,000. So say they only utilize 400,000 of those services, do we receive the money back? Or are they receiving this um, as, as, as one, one, one lump sum? Oh, no, no ma'am, it's definitely not a lump sum. We will be invoiced only for uh, work that's completed. Perfect, thank you. Just wanted to, to hear that confirmation. Those were all of my questions, Vice Chair. No, questions. no other questions for you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Is there a motion to approve 8.18? Motion. Hearing no objections, 8.18 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 8.19 is contract number 3062724 using 100% city funding to provide services to cover backfill and basement discovered during demolition at property 455 Michigan Avenue. The contractor is Inner City Contracting LLC. This is for the total amount of 19000 152 with 10 cents. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 8.19? Discussion? Uh, discussion, Vice Chair. Uh, through yourself to the administration, is Director Counts available? I do not see Director Counts online, but we do have procurement for this item. Um, Ms. Bernadette Walker. And I'm thinking that Director Counts, this will be, I'm going to be asking about the performance of Inner City. I can wait till uh, next week on that one. Um, so there's a motion to approve. Okay. Uh, there's been a motion to approve 8.19. Hearing no objections, 8.19 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. 8.20 is under the Department of Appeals and Hearings. This is the report relative to the dangerous buildings findings and orders for January 13, 2023. Is there a motion to concur the department's findings? Motion. Hearing no objections, this body will concur with the department's findings. Moving us along to Department of Public Works. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 8.21 and 8.22? These are both petitions. Motion to approve, it's in the formal. There's been a motion to approve 8.21 and 
to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Hearing no objections, we will send 8.21 and 8.22 to formal with the recommendation to approve. Motion for new business for 8.21 and 8.22. There's been a motion to send to new business, so 8.21 and 8.22 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. And 8.21 is a petition of Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix to install 182 banners on various streets for the Detroit Grand Prix. And 8.22 is a petition of Detroit Metro Sports Commission to install 24 single pole banners on Washington Boulevard from West Jefferson Service Drive to Congress Street and West Jefferson Service Drive to Washington Boulevard to announce the 2023 Boxing National Qualifier at Huntington Place. Eight points twenty-three is uh, a Wayne County annual special events permits. Is there a motion to approve or discuss? Motion to approve. Hearing no objection, eight point twenty-three is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. Eight point twenty-four. This is a under miscellaneous. Eight point twenty-four is a memo from Councilmember Johnson's office requesting to form a working group to discuss solutions around illegal dumping, bulk pickup, and ticketing framework. There's been an ask to bring this back in two months. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Without objection, eight point two four will be brought back in two months. Eight point twenty-five is a memo from my office relative to the mutual aid box alarm system from Michigan, the Mavis Michigan resolution request. Wondering LPD, um, is there an update regarding this request? We were going to ask that the committee bring it back in a week, Madam Chair, and we would hope to have the resolution present. Okay, thank you so much. Is there a motion to bring back 8.25 in one week? Motion. Thank you. Which brings us down to member reports, Vice Chair. No report. I to have oh uh, before I complete that I need to um, LPD thank you for for that request I um, is there an uh, vice chair would you I believe there needs to be a, a motion to refer um, LPD to make that resolution motion Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. Thank you, LPD. And before I jump ahead of myself, we were supposed to go back to one line item. It was 8.12. Wondering if Ms. Walker was able to um, get more information. I believe that was the item where she was just wanted to double check the math for us. Mr. Washington? Um, yes, I believe Ms. Walker is being promoted now. Thank you. Hi, Bernd and Walker from OCP. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, hi. In response to that contract, I'm, I'm sorry, to the Honorable Party and Detroit City Council, in response to the inquiry pertaining to the contract with Madigan Smith, the exhibit is a schedule of various services that can be required of this supplier. And the base price of these services, yes, does come to 12000 $731,000. That's the base price or the base bid of the variety of services that can be requested. The contract itself has a budgeted amount 
of 1,150,000. That's the budgeted allocation from the department to cover the various services for a particular period. Upon additional need, the department asked for an amendment to extend the contract out for time and to add uh, three, I'm sorry, $225,000 more money. But it's a variety of services. It's a sample of the services that are needed in that area of soil sampling and testing for abatement. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Walker. Ms. Sabatini? Laurieann Sabatini, LPD. I have nothing more to add. That was, they did a sampling bid and that was the lowest bid, but there are two contracts just like this, as, as it states in the report. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both for that um, explanation and for that update. Uh, Vice Chair, are there any questions or is there a motion to approve? Motion. Hearing no objections, 8.12 uh, is, is to be approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. No member reports from our vice chair. No member reports from myself. Just a reminder that today we do have our, our 1.30 dangerous buildings hearings. So we'll be back here at 1.30 for our hearings. Until then, we stand at ease in the call of the chair. Madam Chair. Oh, yes. Madam I Clark. apologize. Mm -hmm. um, for 8.12, it's just going to formal session? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Dr. Powers. Excuse me. And um, you, you're recessing, recessing. until 1.30. Oh. It's, it, it informs the public more than okay. to at the call of the chair. Okay, thank you, Dr. Powers. We're going to recess until 1.30 p.m., and then we'll come back for dangerous buildings hearings. Thank you all. Have a good rest of your Monday.